Today's episode is sponsored by Bushbomb. Now, I know you guys have heard me and Bree talk about them on episodes before because we use Bushbomb in and out of the treatment room. Not only is Bushbomb cruelty free and vegan, the ingredients are all natural or naturally derived. My personal favorite products are the Bermuda Oil and the Scrub. This duo is formulated to reduce the look and discoloration of dark spots found on the body. It is a must-have for all my clients that suffer from residual dark marks as a result of picking a spot they shouldn't have. If you guys are not retailing Bush Bomb, I don't know what you're waiting for. You and your clients are going to love it. What is up, you guys? You are listening to the Waxing Leos podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Mariah. And I'm Bree. And today we have such a special guest. I'm so excited to have her. I've worked with her. She's really helped me build my business on social media. She's the social media queen, Maddie Scott. What's up, Maddie? You're too nice. Not much. Not much. So Maddie, really, um, the way that I found her is on social media. Um, She is really great at specializing now, I would say, in branding, specifically beauty businesses, entrepreneurs, and things like that. So I have had multiple one-on-one coachings with Maddie where she's really helped me with like my branding. Like when I was first starting out by myself in my solo suite and, um, you know, helped me on it, not only Instagram, but she's, you know, got me in Pinterest and all this other shit (laughs) that goes into social media. Um, So Maddie, the first thing that I always ask all of our guests is just kind of give us like a brief roadmap of, you know, who you are, how you got started and what you're doing now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how I got started. So in, so I graduated high school in 2013 and that's not to like (laughs) or age anybody, but so like in 2013, like that's when social media I mean, social media is so new in general. Like, yes, there was MySpace, but Pinterest came out like in 2010. Like every like businesses started to started to market themselves on Instagram, on Facebook, on Pinterest during that time. And I was always fascinated by it. And at the time in high school, I was working for a mom and pop um, grocery store. And I went to the owner and I was like, hey, like, I think you should have a Facebook page. And he was like, that's a dumb idea. (laughs) Senior year rolled around and he's like, "Okay, I think you might be onto something. And so that kind of kickstarted my social media journey. And I honestly, I think my love for social media and especially with helping small businesses with social media. Um, But then I went off to college where I majored in advertising and public relations and minored in marketing again, because social media marketing was, wasn't really a major. And so I took every social media marketing class, basically my college had to offer. And then, um, After that, I went on to work for Adidas as a graphic designer, but at Adidas, I started the Buzzing Blonde and I was helping restaurants 
hairstylist, really anybody. At one point, I was helping a freaking orthodontist. Like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I saw you help a lot, a, a wide array of of businesses. Yeah, but then come. 2020 was kind of where as like all my management clients were beauty professionals and small businesses. I was like, I think this is, this is who I want to help because that was the content I enjoyed helping write and just visualize, you know, be like, look, look at this big picture. Like, I will never forget you. Like one of our first calls was you were so scared to raise your prices. And oh I was like, that's like, no, 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 don't worry. And like, I swear to God that after that call, like literally it just whoosh, like yeah. everything just skyrocketed for you. Yeah. I feel the same way. I was so scared. And like, you know, that was our first time meeting on that call. And I'm like, you don't know me, but I'm like really scared <laughs> that no one will want to come here anymore. Um, so I guess you're like a life coach too, because, uh, you know, you give, you gave me that confidence that, you know, I deserved it and that people would come. So right now, so you're specializing that. So tell us like what specifically you offer to businesses or like beauty professionals. Yeah. So I offer management. Management is kind of like the bread and butter because let's be honest, like social media is a full-time job. Like Absolutely. It and um, so that, so with management, you know, so that's me. Yes. The given writing captions, helping with hashtag research um, and that's, but I think a lot of people, what they don't realize with management, the other things that social media managers do is we engage with your audience so it so that you're not having to oh crap did I respond to that DM so it's like responding to DMs getting the engagement up you know because again with all the algorithms right now too like damn like it's like I don't know about you guys but like I again I'm seeing with a lot of clients and whatnot like engagement is going to be kind of low for a while in my my educated guess kind of, kind it's of thing. It's hard. Yeah. It's just like with reels, like they keep changing things and that like new updates and stuff. And that does like, that is a like that messes with things, you know? So when people are like, why is it glitchy? Like it's because there's so many things going in on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, but other things, you know, researching, I, I just said like keeping up with social media updates, like, again, that's not your job as a beauty professional, like, holy, like, <laughs> There's something changing like three, five seconds. So like, again, that's something I do, like keeping up to date with those updates and then forming clients, you know, yada, yada, yada. But then, so management is one point or one side of my business. And then one-on-one coaching is another where, you know, again, maybe a client comes to me and is like, I want to tackle Pinterest because that is something right now that I'm trying to get a lot of beauty professionals to understand and realize like, yes, Instagram is great. But when some, when a beauty professional will tell me like, oh no, my clients aren't, aren't on Pinterest. No, yes, they are like, yeah, yes, they are. So, you know, with one-on-one coaching, that's like, okay, let's go over your Pinterest strategy. Let's go over strategy in general. Like basically because again, there's so many platforms out there where it's like one-on-one coaching is like, let's focus in on one thing. What's that one thing that has been on your never ending to-do list. And like, let's tackle that. Um, and then the marketing hive, which that's just kind of been on, put on the back burner because 
we're not even going to go into that. That will be a thing <laughs> down the road. Like we're still trying to perfect that. I'm, I'm a recovering perfectionist. So <laughs> yeah. So basically one-on-one coaching and management at the time, I actually just got somebody, um, just reached out to me and they want me to come, uh, not come. It's going to be over zoom, I think, but, um, coach to a bigger group. So like speaking. And honestly, that's something I do want to, you know, do more of in the future is mm-hmm. going to salons and talking to a group of people. Cause again, that's kind of why I love the beauty industry as a whole. It's like, you guys weren't were, like you guys invest, you guys invest in your mm-hmm. education, all that stuff, whether it's the, the new skills or whatever. And so that's, you know, my hope is that eventually a lot of salon owners will realize, oh, okay, we need something like the Buzzing Blonde to come in and teach our stylists, to teach our uh, whoever, like, this is how you're going to grow your presence and get more bookings and all those things. And I feel like I've taken everything that I've learned and tried to instill it in the girls at Rebel and, you know, really like pounded in their brains that like, you know, a lot of beauty professionals will be like, I don't like talking on the stories or I don't like, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. They're so worried about judgment, but they're not bringing people in the door. So at that time to me, I'm like, well, who cares what people say about you? You know, like, okay, you might one person might not like you, but you might have two that love you, you know? Yes. And like the two, like two things I'm always telling clients, I think number one, your salon page, it's not your stylist. Again, I know I say stylist, but I, you know what I mean? Cause I hate saying stylist. Cause I feel like stylist, like, oh, it's just a hairdresser, but it's like lash artist. When I say stylist, I mean, just beauty professional in general, right. where it's like you have whatever salon, whatever beauty salon, where it's like, the salon page is not your stylist, whoever's portfolio. Right. And I see a lot of salons still doing that. And I'm like, no, the salon page is to connect with this audience. Like you need to treat your salon's page like a beauty magazine, essentially, because it's like, I'm following you. Like, I don't want to just see my hair. I don't want to see my eyelashes. Like I want to see, like, I want to engage, you know, again, it's social media. Right. So that's the first thing, like where your salon page is not your stylist portfolio. And then the second thing I'm always telling people is that you aren't going to be everybody's cup of tea. Right. I I think I, you've probably heard me say it before where it's like, I'm the shot of whiskey. Like I don't like tea. I'm the shot of whiskey because it's like, <laughs> again, I'm going to attract the, the shot of whiskey, the people who I cuss, like I, you know, we're just like and right. me, like, I don't want the Oh, all is whole. again. That's just not me. I'm, yeah. I'm like realistic. Like I'm just not your like because there's so many social media managers out there. You know, it's like you have to find the one that works for you. Just like the wax or just like the lash artist. You know, where it's just like you have to find your fit because honestly, that makes your salon experience so much better and more personal. Because again, I joke with all my I joke with my quote glam squad that it's like you are my people, you know, we handpick each other. Right. I I think beauty professionals should as well. Like why put up with shitty clients? Bullshit. Like, no, um, I don't want that. (laughs) So for, let's say someone that's like just starting out 
uh, and or like wants to build their following. And I know you say it's not really about like how many followers you have, um, but like what would be two or three easy Mm -hmm. things that someone could do to grow their following or like grow their engagement, um, let's say on Instagram, because that's Mm -hmm. I would say that's like a main, right? The main one. Yeah. So reels. Okay. This is going to be because the biggest debate right now. And again, I think for somebody who's new, like somebody new starting out again, there's a lot of, or something I witnessed is that a new stylist, new beauty professional starting out a lot of that, like they are into marketing. They want to, they know they have to market themselves. So they follow a few social media people, social media marketers, but then they get confused because they're hearing, oh, quality over quantity, quantity over quality. Did I say that right? Quality over quantity. quantity. (laughs) Like it's one of those things where you have some, some social media marketers telling you post a reel a day, post a reel a day, you know, where it's like quality, quality, or quantity, quantity, quantity. Then you have the other social marketer who's like, oh, you don't have to post a reel a day, you know, where it's like, maybe you post once or twice a week, but they're really good reels. Both work, literally both work. And I'm so fed up with the confusion because it's like both works. You have to choose what works best for you. Otherwise, yeah, you are going to get so burnt out like that kind of thing. And so the first, going back to your original question though, if you, how, a I don't want to say quick, how you're going to grow your following, how you're going to grow your engagement is yeah, reels, but also my biggest piece of advice is the consistency. And when I say consistency, I don't necessarily mean post every day. You just need to have a system that works again, that works for you. So like your, your constant may not be my constant, you know, where it's just like, that's why a content calendar is so important because that's your blueprint where it's like, that way you're not feeling burnt out or like, oh shit, I have to post. I haven't posted since yada, 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 you know, where it's like, and again, if you're that system of like, if you're saving real sounds, then like having that blueprint is going to help you batch content better. So like when I say batch content, I mean, you pick a day or a time that you film all your reels for the week. You write all the captions for the week. You create your graph, your graphics for the week or yada, yada, yada. So like finding your consistent, I guess like those are my two things. So reels, obviously I'm sorry. It's just a given. Honestly, you're as annoyed as I am as every social media (laughs) marketer out there is because since when did we become videographers? Lols. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But it's just, it's how Instagram is evolving. Honestly, it's how every single social media is evolving. Like, it's kind of funny that you guys aren't record, like, you know, know. where it's like, I I am low key glad because I'm like, oh man. But like, honestly, I I look at my, my husband who is so anti-social media, but yet he's on YouTube. Like he has his consistent YouTube podcast that he listens to. And I'm like, you may not realize it, babe, but like that is social because they just then end up uploading these Mm -hmm. videos to their social platforms where I'm like, you're killing two birds with one stone. But, um, so yeah. So like video, like short form video and the, like finding your consistency, those are the two biggest things. Because again, if you can find your consistent 
and find your like again strategy you you will grow because it's like you have this system in play just like with every other aspect aspect of your business like you need to have an onboarding system you know you need to have how are you collecting google reviews like those the admin stuff you know but again even when you're ordering your um retail and things like that every part of a business no matter whether it's beauty business a restaurant whatever like you have to have these systems and a lot of the times that i feel like people they don't think that social media like there needs to be a social media system when there does. Yeah. And like, like for instance, on TikTok actually last week. Um, so I don't know if you guys have, if you guys love Jojo, like the original Jojo, like not Jojo Siwa, whatever the hell the Gen Z one you is. You mean like when she was on with Abby yeah. Lee? Huh? You mean like when she was on with the Abby Lee dance company? No, no, no. Not that Jojo. Like oh. Jojo, leave, get out. Right, yeah, like that. Yeah. Oh, get uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, I was like, wait, is JoJo like have different phases of life? Yes. No, no, no. Yeah. So like, but like they both, you know, where it's like, so that JoJo, like the OG JoJo, in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, she, a lot of actually not just her, but a lot of artists, and again, I don't know if you guys have seen this on TikTok, but they have, um, what's her name, Hansley? No, Halsey. Yes, Halsey. I'm like, why can't I think of it? So, like, if you guys follow her on TikTok, she, like, again, a lot of these artists are not complaining, but they're kind of calling out the music industry because it's like they're people are like, you need to have this TikTok go viral. And it, she even went to her TikTok and was like, I don't want to do that. That shouldn't be my job kind of thing. And so like, so a lot of these artists have like been talking about this on TikTok. And then this because um, they want their song to go viral on TikTok. Is that what you're saying? They're, yes, they do. But like they, how Lizzo's is right now about yeah, damn time. It, yes. And so like this and all these people are like, oh, you need to make this video. And like, they're like, again, we've seen that social media is a full-time job. Like it's like, yeah. they keep, they're not that creative. Like, yes, they are creative as hell, but they're like, wait, what? So like, basically their publicists or their people are like, oh, in their ear, like you, like you need to, in order to get your music out there, you have to make all these viral videos. And they're like, wait, what the hell since when? And so then this author came out and like responded to Jojo's video about it. And I actually commented on the video and he commented back and my comment to honestly, these artists and just people in general, again, I'm like still beauty professionals where my point on this video though was like, cause they were complete right there. Like, wait, we don't want to do this. And I go, or, or, or you could hire a social media manager to do this for you. And he commented back and he's like, you're right. But he's like, it just sucks because I don't want to do that. And as I like kept thinking about it, I had this thought and I, again, you guys can give me your thoughts on this too. But my thought was, Market every business again, a big fortune 500 companies, you know, whatever have, have a budget for marketing. Right. Mm -hmm. But social media marketing still gets people still think, Oh, anybody can do it. When in actuality, social media is just, is it is marketing. It's just using social media. 
to help you market. But again, it's like, I feel like so many people think like marketing and social media marketing are two different things when literally they are not. But again, where it's like social media marketing gets like, oh, my grandma's on Facebook. So anybody can do it. And it's like, no. And I've seen people where they're like, oh, I want to just want to hire like a young kid to like mm-hmm. manage our TikTok. And it's just like, oh, that's just not how it works. I mean, there is like a definitely a, a yeah. process that goes into it because before I had talked to you, like I knew nothing about Canva. Like she taught me how to use Canva mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I still barely can use it, but like we're getting better and, you know, <laughs> things like that, like actually planning out, having it all planned out and captions written out and they might not be viral posts, but it's something like it's still making contact with the rebel community or the uh, naked pineapple community. Cause Brie, like Brie is really good at, you know, drawing her own graphics and stuff like drawing shit. And like, I cannot do that. (laughs) I cannot do that. But it is funny because now like people can draw like beautiful graphics and it still won't go as viral as like a video Mm -hmm. or like a sound. I think also, like, Instagram, how people, personally, how I utilize Instagram is it's almost as, like, an FAQ Mm -hmm. profile for people. Yeah. So, I like, I'll throw in my reels and shit just to get the engagement, but I, like, my posts, I'm putting those out there for people to, like, reference back to them. I'm not so worried about my posts being, like, engagement material for right yeah. now and getting people in the door I'm using it as like so if I have a client that's like hey um what would you recommend I do for prepping for my Brazilian wax whatever all I have to do is just send them that post that's good so yeah. my feed my posts on my feed are more so like references like oh okay like I just got a facial what should I do now like shit like that or you know I'm interested in getting a facial and I have dry skin what should I book I'll have a post about that stuff like that and um so I've kind of used mine more as like an FAQ system and I look and like that is a strategy like you know where it's like that because like that's your like you know what I'm saying where I think a lot of what a lot of beauty professionals where it's like that's your, that is an amazing strategy. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know, because I believe both of you guys, you guys are so booked and stuff where it's like yeah. amazing and like not, you know, where it's like that you can have a wait list and stuff, but like these, the new people, too, the newbies, the newbies where it's like, you have to understand that you can get there and you will get there. But again, you have to have this initial strategy mm-hmm. of like the like, no trust type of thing. And also even the, the, the veteran, you know, like, like you, like the OG Mm -hmm. kind of thing where it's like, you guys have like build and build and build where it's like your strategy is going to change. Like, you know, and and that's something I think people forget is that your strategies, it is, it's going to change. And I like what you said too, about, um, you know, graphics and whatnot, where that's why I'm always telling clients, that's why you need to track your analytics because it's like, Mm -hmm. you need to know what posts, are going to get you what? So like you said, like where it's like, you'll put, you'll post the TikToks and stuff for the engagement yeah. and exactly because you know it, where right. it's like sometimes whenever I look through some clients analytics and they aren't getting saves, they aren't getting shares. Mm-hmm. Or my favorite is when I will like literally screenshot um, analytics and send them to clients where it's like, Hey, by the way, your graphics that I've just made, like have been the most saved and shared in the past two years. But then they're like, Oh, but like, we're still going to post hair pictures. 
Yeah. So Why? that's that's one Why? thing I really, I try to emphasize with my girls because they don't do it still. And I'm like, hey, I was like, clients also, yeah, they like to look at pretty pictures of stuff you did. Cool. But they also want to know information. People are curious. Yeah. So like, I, I would love for my girls to post an infographic about like the differences between a balayage or a uh, baby light. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and people want to know. And like inquiring no, minds want to know. And to them, it's second nature. That's that's one thing I've always done with my Instagram. If anybody wants to take this, feel free. Because this is honestly probably the best advice I can give you. I put myself in someone else's shoes. I'm a potential customer. What do I not know? Because of course I know it all. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm the professional. Yeah. I already know my shit. I'm not <laughs> coming to Instagram to be like, oh, what do I not know? I need to post about stuff that I do know that people might want to know. And maybe it is redundant. Maybe it is repetitive. Maybe people already do know a lot of it, but it's still something that's coming from me. And like you said, how your strategy changes. So that was my strategy before. Like I was kind of like, my Instagram was like an index for people. (laughs) Now I'm like an influencer. Now my strategy has changed again because I already have the clientele. I already got the people that I need. Um, now I'm more of like an influencer, which that sounds so cringy to yeah. say, but it's, no, really, I mean, no, it's true. No. Like Lean now, yeah, now people genuinely just care about me. Yeah. They're just like, oh, Bree's so fucking cool. Like what's she up to? And I'm like, yeah. oh, here's a booty pic, you know, has nothing to do with me getting waxed, has nothing to do with how good I am at waxing. Your outfits. Yeah. My fit checks, shit like that. You know, Sheen, now I'm an ambassador or whatever the fuck for Sheen or Sheen or whatever. Like it's not now, but people still know I'm obviously good at what I do and I still get referred out all the time, but people will be like, I follow you on Instagram. Yeah. And you're so hot. And, da, da, da. <laughs> and I just had to get waxed by you. I'm like, cool. And then they book with one of my other girls after like I waxed them for the first time. Cause I'm like, huh, sorry, I'm too booked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like it's it's still like my strategy has changed again. Like I remember when I very, very first started just to try to get people in the door, I was like very informative. Um, instead. So like, and it wasn't graphic shit. It was more like me talking and being like, so then they could get my personality in with the information, all stuff. Then I kind of, then I kind of built up a clientele. Then I switched to the like FAQ thing I was talking about. And then now I'm like the influencer. People just want to know about my life which is scary. And that's not cut out for everybody. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying every beauty professional needs to do that because it is terrifying that I overshare the shit out of my life. (laughs) But also at the same time, like that is how I'm getting clients now. So it's ever evolving. Yeah. And it's probably going to be different next year. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. I feel like whenever I've had one-on-ones with you, you know, as time has progressed, it has changed so much, you know, your advice and, different things because like you said the algorithm changes every fucking day and Mm -hmm. you know it's funny because Instagram it's whatever but like I've done pretty well on TikTok you know and Mm -hmm. like I'm like okay cool so maybe if one thing doesn't work you could always try another and that's what it like I I absolutely like that just even you mentioning like your like the influence like my uh, that gets my <laughs> love it because it's just like that's what something I wish that I think so many beauty professionals kind of forget like you guys everybody no matter your following are are beauty influencers and like right. because if you think about it like this because I'm with you on the whole like the influencer like that word still kind of gives me cringe but like at mm-hmm. the same time I'm like but you know what fuck it like honestly because 
lean into that influence because again, I, as the consumer, what you were saying, you know, put yourself in other people's shoes. Like, I think that is honestly one of the upper hands that I have to coaching beauty professionals is because like, I know I'm not everybody's target market either. However, where it's like, I can put myself in their consumer shoes to be like, mm-hmm. have you thought about this? Because it's like, again, at me pointing out to like hairstylists where it's like, I don't give a fuck unless it's my hair. I don't care. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. care. Unless, unless I want to like one post that I just did recently with a client and I like it, it soared was, um, what blonde is best for your skin, um, your skin tone. Yeah. So it's, so it's more it's, informational. It's personalized. personalized yeah. yeah. And it, because like, I, because again, I trust the hair professional, like, and that's kind of my point where I'm going with this too, where it's like, you, I'm not going to, I am not going to take I'm sorry. I don't mean to. Sh- I'm sorry. I mean no shade by this comment, but I am not going to take a Monet or Mo- however the Monet. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Their their opinions on hair. I'm going to take my actual hairdresser's opinion on For like sure. hair. And you, they did the education. They. I'm sorry. I just that's how I am. So that's when how I, it should be. And like that's how the, how, yeah. how a post where I'm like I'm like I really want to go red. Yes, I'm the buzzing blonde, so we're going to do strawberry blonde. But my <laughs> point is where it's like, I want to know the shit. Because again, for my, like, I, like I have this idea, like, again, I'm the consumer. Where I'm like, oh, could I pull this off? Like, oh, maybe I could. But if, my, right. again, the second my hairdresser's like, no, bitch. I'm like, okay, you know, and never mind. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. Never, <laughs> I also, just to like, also elaborate on that. I think something like, maybe if people are struggling on like what they should post or whatever, at, ask your clients yeah and literally just be like hey what would you like to see more from me yeah like oh use your stories use your stories to ask i do that all the time and it helps so much also i would say like a huge thing especially with posts like of course i want to see your pretty hair pictures and the stuff that you've done and like same thing with brazilians like i i would learn after yeah before and after i I could leave them or take them yeah like whatever but (laughs) my thing i love information not only for like me like i love to learn other shit and of course clients do, but it's also easier to share. Cause like, if I'm telling you word of mouth, Hey, I think you should do X, Y, Z for aftercare. Cool. But if I have a post about it, then you can refer back to it. And then that gives you an opportunity to send it to your friends and be like, Oh my God, I just got an amazing ass wax by Mariah rebel waxing. Here's the aftercare post that, and then they can send that to their friends. Yeah. So and like, and then that's engagement. Boom. Now you get a shared post. Those people are going to like it, whatever. Yep. And that's something with the shared post to go off of that even more is like, that's why I'm always telling clients, you need to look at that insight, that insight mm-hmm. where it's like, what posts, like, do you see a common scene of the, a common theme of the most shared posts, you know, where it's like, is there a theme of like, okay, it normally is like tips and things like mm-hmm. that, or is it like a certain type of reel, but something else like again, going back to the followers, you know, where it's like, yes, having followers, that's great and all. But at the same time, like to me, the most success, like what I love to see is, oh my God, hundreds of shares, hundreds of saves because shares, if you think about it, that is like, that is the new word of mouth. And that is free mm-hmm. advertising. I, like if, if one of my friends were to share, you know, like that waxing, like that to their story and stuff that gets me to click on the post, therefore giving you guys more profile visits. And, you know, where it's like, yeah, maybe I will save it too. But again, where it's like, you are then being exposed. So like, again, I think still so many people and you guys can 
again, listeners can disagree, agree, whatever, but it's like a common thing that I'm thing or theme that I still see is people are still obsessive over followers and likes. And I'm like, for why, for why that shit means nothing. I'm like, if you get more saves and shares, like, again, that is the content that is resonating with people. And again, the shares money makers, money makers, because it's like, you are getting your name out there. You're getting exposed to your followers audience. And like, again, you're how many, even you have, even if you have 500 followers, those 500 followers could have again, another 500 followers that like get, then come to your, you know, your page. Right. Um, and the other thing though, one last thing, one last thing I want to make about followers is that it is going to be, first of all, social media right now is like the wild, wild West. Like we will all like, it is the wild, wild West because with, even with TikTok, like your call to actions are having to change because think about it click the follow button, like with your reels, with your TikToks, like they, like how you get people to click the plus button. Like again, your lingo, the, the voice, this, this call to action, that shit's going to have to change because again, people aren't reading the captions like, right. Aren't. So that's just a random food for thought too. And also not every follower is going to equate into dollars, which is ultimately what we want. Exactly. In the beauty industry, like, I could give a fuck if I've got some random people and another, you know, whatever following me. I'd rather have people that are going to come to Rebel follow the Rebel page. Mm-hmm. Okay, Maddie. So we've got, a co- like, the last few minutes here. Um, I ask everyone this that comes on as a guest, and I kind of did just ask you, but... Um, In terms of, like, where you see the, like, social media going, um, what would be just, you know, number one, number one, if they did nothing else, what's a good tip for someone out there on any platform? Do you think TikTok's, (laughs) do you think TikTok's going to take over Instagram? Is Instagram dead I guess I should ask that. That's a better okay. question. I don't think Instagram is dead. I don't think it will die. I think, however, people are going to start to realize that, oh, wait for it. There are other social media platforms out there that their their audience is on. Like, again, a lot of people are like, my audience is not only on, no, bitch. They, they trust me. The question you should be asking yourself is not, or like telling yourself like, oh, my client's only on this platform. No, no, no. They're on other platforms. What you need to ask yourself is how often are they check? Like we used to check Instagram. And I think people still majority, we check Instagram multiple times a day. However, we are checking Insta or we're checking TikTok. We're checking these other platforms. So it's one of those things where it's just like, you need to start thinking about, hmm, what other platforms are, is my audience on and what days or what times or how often are they on these other platforms, you know? Yeah. So that answers that. But then the one, my one biggest, biggest tip. Mine is that I took from you is to get on stories. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think this is going to, so that, but I think too, is to create a close friends list and treat it like your email marketing, because you may not have email marketing and you know what, like, again, that's okay. It's not okay, but like, (laughs) I'll forgive it kind of thing where it's like one of the, cause again, I, I like to be the realist, you know, me, like I like to be the realistic social media manager where it's like, again, I'm that social media manager who 
I do tell people you do need to be on more than just Instagram, but I'm also not going to be the one who's like, <gasps> holds a gun to your head. And you're like, Oh, you need to be on, you need to post every day. Blah, blah, blah. No, that's not me. But I will point out that yes, you should probably be on other platforms besides Instagram, because yes, you can grow on other platforms besides Instagram and not just grow your business. Like again, where it's like getting butts in seats, like, you know, where it's yeah. like making the monies. So again, so probably my biggest tip would be to add your OG followers to a close friends, uh, your close friends on Instagram. And again, treat it like an, e- like you would an email list if you did have an email list. So what do VIP. I mean? VIP. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A VIP. So it's like sharing exclusive promos, you know, and yeah, you want to be, you want to share over like, like you guys were saying, like, overshare, like share, you know, like be authentic even on your real stories. But again, you can share maybe even a little bit more to your VIPs in your close fall or your close friends group. Um, and also like treat that because they can be your, your market research too, that you carry over into the, like your actual Instagram and even TikTok, because again, in your close friends group, you can, you know, use the polls, use the quizzes where it's like, are you guys on TikTok? How often are you guys on TikTok? You know, even Pinterest. Cause again, you already know, like, again, every beauty professional, I'm like, you guys could soar. And now you don't have to have 10 K followers to post a link. So you can post a direct link to your TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. And again, that's always, it's always changing, you know, we're just like, and again, have fun with it. Like I get, I even as a social media manager strategist, like I get in my head too, like, and you know, where it's like it, it, social media can be draining. And like, so your mental health is important. Like protect your energy when you need to protect it, you know, schedule social media talk. And like it, that comes back to why you should have a content calendar, that blueprint, you know, where it's like, so that you can kind of schedule these social media detoxes and whatnot when you need it. Um, and take that time. Yeah, exactly. We love that. Maddie, where can people find you on social media if they want to follow you? Literally, probably every single social media platform at the Buzzing Blonde. I think Twitter, I'm Buzzing Blonde because somebody already had or it was taken, like the Buzzing Blonde. But yeah, at, at the Buzzing, Buzzing Blonde. Blonde. Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you for taking time out of your day today to talk to us. I feel like we got really good information. Yeah. And yeah, that's going to wrap thank up today's guys episode, guys. We'll catch thank you live you. next time. Peace. Thank you, Maddie.